Beyond FM. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. Louis. The 314. St. Louis. Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. They said it was just a good story. One that would soon come to an end. They expected us to be satisfied with how far we've come. We're not satisfied. We're here to prove that the past is merely a point of reference and not a predictor of the future. Our team is relentless. We've overcome adversity. We've delivered at the most crucial times. Do you think we have their attention now? You think they can hear us? It's bigger than us. It's about our city. All of us, together, pushing towards the same goal. This is about our dream. About chasing immortality. A collective idea. A singular goal. Do you want it? Do you want to be a part of the greatest time in our history? Together, we're going to dig deep and give everything we have because this, this is all we know. Our eyes are on the ultimate goal. This is about writing a story that will be told for generations to come. And they think we're at the end. Hey, buddy, we're still here. Parental discretion is strongly advised. It's sports and local music wrapped up into one. It's Hat Tricks with Patrick on Beyond FM. Regulators, mount up! Yeah! Yeah, you know what's up, 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 yeah, yeah, you know what's up, yeah, yeah, you know what's up. Got no way for me to hide it, yeah, I go crazy, I'm a riot, yeah. I'm on flames and like if I don't change, I'm gonna rot your brain, you'll be the highest, yeah. Cause when in Rome, you best become Caesar. I'm in my zone, you gon' need your visa. A real life throne for me, I feel like home to me, there ain't no need to keep denying, yeah, 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 Nobody fucking with him, now I'm like a god to him. Yeah. I'm on flames and like if I don't change, I'm gonna rot your brain, you'll be the highest, yeah. Cause when in Rome, you best become Caesar. I'm in my zone, you gon' need your visa. A real life throne for me, I feel like home to me, there ain't no need to keep denying, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't nobody. 
Everybody fucking with him. Now I'm like a god to him. Level hole, knowing you could never know. Broadcasting live from the studio. As always, Doug is in the studio. Good evening, everyone. And we have a special guest tonight from Coach Music. Doug, you want to do the introductions? We got Mr. Paul Schneider tonight. That is right. Paul, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Super happy and stoked to be on here to talk with you fellas. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, Basically, you are going to be playing this coming Saturday at the Rock the Park Foundation for the Corporal Jacob Madden Foundation. Doug, you want to tell everybody about that? Give a quick rundown, basically. Yeah, so this weekend, this Saturday, is Rock the Park, uh, hosted by uh, the Corporal Jacob Madden Foundation and Flags for the Fallen. We're going to have uh, Paul and his group of bandits, Coach Music, out there. We're going to have uh, Bad Tattoo. We're going to have uh, Weekend Soundtrack and Crystal O'Connor and the Whiskey Rebels uh, out there this weekend. Um, and I know Paul's over here. He's excited about the show. And uh, I'm just going to have a good time and raise some money for uh, suicide awareness and uh, for Flags of the Fallen. Right on. Yeah. I mean, we're coach. We're really pumped. I mean, if you think about it, like there's such a plethora of different styles of music that's going to be uh, hosted at this concert. So like you, you're getting your bang for your buck and you're also helping out a, a, an amazing cause. And uh, we, we for just to give a rundown, we are uh, like an instrumental rock group. But, you know, don't let that fool you. You know, we, we have a ton of licks and our guitar players. Zach Ray Camp is an alien on the guitar. So uh, we're just, we're super pumped. We got two hour slot and two. To, I think it's uh, uh you guys we're, are we're, uh, we're opening. You're opening, yeah, so yeah, you're two yeah. to four. We're gonna try to um, set the tone right for the boys. You know, get the party going. And we have the honor uh, with you guys doing the national anthem to uh, kick up the kick off the day. Oh yeah, two hour yeah. slot. Damn man, that's yeah, a, that's we a got long time. Something four, like that. We yeah. got four yeah. bands. Uh, <laughs> three of them have two hour slots. It. One has one hour slot. Mm. We're going to party all day. The seven hours of music from the best we could find in St. Louis. I'm hoping you can last for that seven hours, Dougie. What, sober or uh, just in general? <laughs> shoot, shoot. I uh, wasn't going to say that, but hey, you said it first, so it's all good. No, nah, everything's going to be good, guys. Uh, just a couple ground ground rules uh absolutely no f- oh. no food or alcohol to be brought into the venue at all 
including coolers. Uh, we're going to have pulled pork and brats, french fries, chips, and all the alcohol you can consume, or until we run out of everything. Um, I mean, if bring you, your, you get a hold of anything, he's going to run. You're going to run out pretty quick. Well, yeah, I mean that's true. Uh, bring your own chairs, blankets, um, stuff to be comfortable. Um, if you bring a frisbee, hey, I'm okay with that too. I start playing cam jam and stuff like that on the on the side or something like that. Hey, hey, if y'all want to bring can jam or cornhole or something to set up and play, hey, this is going to be a music festival for the you day. Didn't bring, you're not going to bring the... Uh, the Bottle bash? Yeah. Actually, that's uh, funny you bring that up. So that's one of our raffle items. We're going to have a uh, <laughs> men's basket. going to have bottle bash, a, a $100... A gently used bottle bash? No, we've never opened it. <laughs> never opened it, I promise you. We're actually, we're going to order another one. Um, $100 gift cards are going to be in there. Um, custom made cooler just for the event. Um, it's going to be a stand up cooler like you would see in a gas station from Red Bull or something like that, where it's going to be custom made just for our event um, this Saturday. So that's this Saturday's tickets are still available, right? Oh, yeah. Tickets will be available until the end you of the can, show. If you want to make a donation to the Corporal Jacob Madden Foundation, you need to hit up Doug. It's for a good cause, preventing suicide for s- soldiers and fighting for the fallen. Uh, it's looking like it's pretty good weather that day. It's going to be a little overcast, but a 52, not bad. No, I mean, I'll take I'll take as long as it's not uh, doing either of the four-letter words that day. I will take it. <laughs> Um, yeah. No four-letter words that day. If it decides to snow, we're jamming. We're going to have fire pits. Don't well, worry, guys. I mean, come on. It's it's typical Abby. Missouri weather. We would have snow. And the same week that it's supposed to also rain, it's supposed to get up into the almost into the uh, mid-80s, if not almost 90s. So snow wouldn't just, just add on to everything. So. If you want the local weather, you check it out here on Mondays. <laughs> you never know where you're going to get here. So we're still working on getting a concert calendar. Just going to hit that real quick. The only thing we really have coming up is uh, Gorilla Theory. Uh, they're going to be with Head PE. That is coming up. Let me find it real Man, quick. I want to say it's next weekend. Uh, the weekend after, I believe. They are going to be at Red Flag. It's uh, Head PE, Gorilla Theory. Here it is. Midwest Avengers and Tree One Four, uh, Tuesday, May second. That's gonna so be a good show. Flag, yeah. So make sure you get your tickets for that show. If you want to be featured on the concert calendar, you need to hit us up beyondfm at gmail I know a lot of new music's getting ready to be dropped. Discrepancies dropped their latest song. Uh, Gorilla J's got a new song that's supposed to be dropping. I think an entire album too. And we're supposed to get Jeff on here in the next couple of weeks. We're don't gonna say try. It. Don't say we're it. gonna try. Don't say it because you jinxed it the last time. No, we you just had uh, Retro drop his uh, video for, video for um, overthinking. And if you have not watched it, you need to check it out. We have there's so much great music going around for the St. Louis area and if you are not checking out a lot of these local bands you are missing out shout out to Retro he was on last week at a hell of a show we laughed I think more than almost more than the time we had Dan O'Connor and Ben Lambert on yeah those two we can't have back on at the same time yeah that'll be a cold day in hell before we have them back on at the same time and I I hope Ben's listening just for that simple fact so he hears me say that we do need to get Brad back on Millbeats. Oh, yeah. 
from oh, Mr. Tree. Is a great guy. Mr. Mr. Tree One Four. Mr. Tree One Four and his guitar in the basement. Oh God, that was awesome. And I love the fact that like we found out afterwards, Chrissy was like, "Why am I hearing live music in the house?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Brad, Brad, he brought his, he brought, in. He brought yeah, his uh, guitar the, right he here. And we his, played right he here. Brought an acoustic guitar, and he played like uh, I think he played Samuel L. Jackson. He played uh, Santeria and a list of my demands. So two original three one four songs and a cover for Sublime. Heck yeah, fucking awesome! It was yeah. probably one of my favorite shows that we've done. And swear to God, we get upstairs and Chrissy's like, "Why do we? Hear, why am I hearing live music in the house?" Yeah, we had a good time. I mean, we have a good time every week. Oh, yeah, we now you can go back week. and listen to you yes. guys' old. Yeah, we have every episode that's up at beyondfm.com. It's archived, and also they should be on Spotify if I'm not. Just wrong. listen carefully. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just pick and choose which ones you want to listen to, i.e., Tony if Twist. Don't if, sing, don't look for Dan O'Connor or Ben Lambert in any episode, and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it gets crazy with them two on. Tell, I'll tell you about that during the break, Paul. Uh, we're going to talk some. Uh, Cardinal baseball because we are in full mm-hmm. swing. We got to talk uh, some playoff hockey, oh, yeah. even though the Blues are not involved right now. St. Louis City SC gets back on the winning track. Battle Hawks did not look too good. No, but man, let me tell you this: to a one-game playoff, I'm pretty. This sure weekend is going to be crazy, and we'll talk about how the standings are going to play out uh, this coming Saturday. Actually, yeah. at two p. I want to say it's two p.m. is kickoff yep. at the Dome. So Battle Dome. At the Battle Dome. We're going to talk all that. We're going to interview Paul, get some more uh, insight into coach music, and Doug's going to do his first ever interview. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> I've been thinking about questions all day. You've been thinking, oh, man, I'm surprised. I haven't been, I, look, I mean, we went to the Cardinals game yesterday. Yeah, I'm surprised um, I'm fried right now. Everybody, I'm going to ask this, please stay away from the bacon wrap. Hot dogs. Really? Um, we got a, a a small case of food poisoning yesterday really? from them. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, let's just is, say better so out many, than in. Let's just say that. If you, if you have not been to a, a Cardinal game so far this year, they have some wet, like crazy new menu options and so, oh, so many different food spots. Shaq's got his own chicken place in there now. And now they're in that bacon wrapped hot dog. Let me tell you, the bacon wrap, it was great. But here's it the thing. It sounded great on paper. Anytime. Oh, dude, it tasted amazing. Yeah, bacon wrapped hot dog with like fried onion cr- chips on top, Woo! big pickles. I am hungry. Um, and you're making it worse right now. And some other stuff you can get put on it. The problem is when you're cooking for that many people, it's just like going to all you can oh, eat you buffet. You don't know what, how long stuff's been sitting, how long, like if it was cooked at the right temperature. Ooh. And, uh, was yeah, it you and Chrissy had one, or just you? Oh, uh, we both had one, and um, yeah, this morning, last night, into this morning was uh, rather rough. Damn. Yeah, I think they deduced with those percentages. So <laughs> yeah. it must have been that hot dog. So <laughs> it's a matter. So I guess checking that off the list of things you never want to try again at Bush Stadium is a bacon wrapped hot dog. Yeah, but I'll make it myself. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. I'll make it myself. But did no. you see? Did, did you contemplate going to get that shack, St. Louis? No. So sandwich? where we were sitting uh, last yesterday was uh, section one sixty seven. So we were pretty a, much right outside like gate four. Jog all the way up to the top row and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowing Bush Stadium, that's where the old Hardies used to be. And yeah. Oh, whatever it is now. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you, do you, yeah. Did you, 
you and your freaking watch tonight. You've heard the chi- the St. Louis chicken sandwich, haven't you, Paul? Ah, uh, the the shack chicken sandwich have, that he has. No, I have not. I've so not let, heard of this. So check this out. I don't. I'm not even sure how this is gonna. This would go down for pretty much anybody. Uh, according to the RFT, it's a it's it's a St. Louis Vincent Van Donut. So it's like a red okay. velvet Vincent Van Donut for the bun. And a Nashville hot ch- crispy chicken sandwich drenched in shack sauce in the middle of it. I'll try anything. Wait, actually, I was wrong. It's a what? it's a red maple bacon donut. Okay, you know, you know, so that's that the bun, and then, then a shack sauce chicken sandwich in the middle of it. Now I don't know about at the game though. This would be something that I'd be like. I want to eat that, and then I'm going straight home. The, yeah, yeah, that's like, you know, like order that's it. Like, you eat that. You eat that at the game. That. You eat that at a game, and you're going to be pretty much sitting in the one of the uh, stalls for the next five innings. Oh, no doubt. We got, I mean, but let me let's put it this way. That sounds amazing. It's, it sounds amazing on paper. Bacon, maple syrup, maple that that syrup. Red, red velvet works. maple bacon syrup, uh, or not syrup, but I don't, it's a maple bacon donut. Wrapped around a shack, hot Nashville hot chicken. I wonder if he went to Strange Donuts to make this. I think now, he what well, is no. shack sauce. Like, what, I don't, what do you guys think? Of that I sauce? don't. Know. It's probably like every other fry it's sauce, like every other case, like KFC sauce. Yeah. Basically, it's got a little tang to it. Okay. It's not Thousand Island and ketchup. Yeah, it's, th- it's either yeah, Thousand yeah, Island. Yeah, and, it's like Thousand Island and ketchup <laughs> or Thousand Island and ranch mixed together. Mm-hmm. So. Here we are. We're talking about all this food and whatnot. And I, uh, I guarantee hey, you, awesome, Tony, man. if Tony's listening in, he's probably pissed off all the hell because he's feeling like crap. And that so. we don't, didn't Freddy's just go in there? Freddy's frozen custard just yeah, went into the Freddy's stadium. They got Freddy's in there too. Okay. Yeah, yeah Fre- right they got on, those right steak on. burgers and whatnot. There's a whole. I feel sorry stuff. for them because oh look, I used to work for Freddy's, and let me tell you, where did, haven't you worked? That's the question. Making a steak burger for three thousand people during the day. Is rough enough. You're talking <laughs> forty two thousand people in a two hour and forty five minute time period. That's crazy. And they, clo- and and they stopped serving. Yeah, and they, st- and they stopped serving at seven that heat. Yeah, they stopped serving food after like the seventh or eighth inning. So you're, you're okay. So forty eight thousand people in like an hour and forty five minutes. Roughly, yeah. These new times, I don't like this new time stuff. It, but we'll get back to make, that. They make, oh, the, so. they make the clock, uh, the game go pretty fast yesterday, dude. Ten innings of baseball, two hours, forty five minutes. <laughs> That's I'm pretty sure we were still with three one hours. Pitch, oh my with god! One pitch calculate. It was still, an, it was the whole all nine innings against Atlanta. I'm pretty sure it was still like a three hour game. Yeah, and that was with one pitch clock violation. That was with no pitch clock. Actually, no, it was like one or two, but still. Yeah, last year when no none of those rules were Im- implemented, I went to a Yankees. The one of the Yankees came in town, mm-hmm. and it was a four hour and like thirty minute game. It was like well, you gotta, on the world re- on like the record. You got to remember that those that entire series was an, an offensive explosion. It was. It was the nine. Se- it was the game where we like had yeah. to win nine to seven or something. Yeah. Shit, me and you spent four hours just trying to get out of the parking garage that one night. <laughs> it was cool. Though. We went to the uh, last game yeah, of the Albert's, season. Albert and Yachty's last game the, uh, against the, the playoff game. It took probably two oh, hours yeah. to get out of that parking two, garage two that night. I thought it was the least trying to get out of that parking garage. 
We're, we had fun, getting, though. We're getting updates from uh, the Blues game at the same time. It's just getting more and more pissed off as we oh, go. Right, right, I'm right, sitting there right, honking yeah, the yeah, horn, yeah. let's go Blues on the garage, hitting the whole place. <laughs> we won't talk about what we were supposed yeah. to be doing that night. Oh, yeah, no. That must have that's, been right that's, when the Blues started to figure out they, they were just not doing good because they no. started out hot. I think it was the it was the night that Perron like, took a massive shot at uh, Nazim Kadri. It was that night. Was oh, that okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. It was just about play. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're it, right. It was playoffs. Mm-hmm. It was the, it was like it was uh, game four, game five, and it looked like he was. Yeah, it was the only time the Blues like put up any effort after game two, basically after Bennington got knocked out. Yeah, we are going to take oh, a quick boy. break. We're going to play some discrepancies, and we're going to come back. Let's talk to Paul a little more. Get some uh, figure out who Coach Music is, and let Doug take over for a little bit. That sound good, guys? Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Uh, we'll right, here's discrepancies. We'll be right back here on Beyond FM. Never 
to their first discrepancies in there was Outrun the Fall with the Frequency on Beyond FM. We got so, so much good music to play. It's hard just to pick one song and come I back. Know. I have the I feel like I have the hardest job when it comes to this show 
because I want to pick such good music and it's hard to pick and choose. So we don't play bad music here. We don't. FM. We don't. We play the best of everything STL and every band in St. Louis is amazing. And every group in us in STL is amazing. And every just solo singular artist are freaking awesome. So again, it's hard to pick just one freaking song and I get flack too some weeks. You know who my, my favorite artist in St. Louis is? Oh God, this is okay. Okay. Hit me. Retro chomp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is gonna kill yeah. you. I had to do it. He Sorry, Retro. Is, oh my uh, god. That was that oh my god. Dude, uh, we want to keep you in the dark, Paul. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Right so okay. Retro Retro Champ is yeah. what is one of our good friends, friends of ours. Mm-hmm. He, he's been on the show a number of different times. It's a. I'm not gonna. Expl- I'm not gonna go into the full story, but there's an ongoing joke from about five, six years ago that his nickname is Retro Chomp because he eats ass. Oh boy, he's Chomp Chomp. <laughs> so yeah. So last week we had him on again to promote the video of overthinking, and right when he walks in, I had it recording. And he sees the shirt that I have on, and it says Retro Chomp 2024. With a big giant peach. And he lost his shit. And then five minutes later, he looks at Doug when Doug finally walks in. And he's like, hey, man, you see this shit? Like, he's pissed off? Like, like he's laughing about it, but he's mad about it. And he thinks that Doug's going to be on his side. And what does Doug do? I take off my shirt and have the other one right on. No way. <laughs> I'm like, you mean this? What, you guys made, got some custom shirts? Yeah, we got some yeah. custom shirts oh, made just to mess with them. It Retro's, was so good. Retro is, like, like you said, a good friend of ours. He's been on the show yeah. several times. He's our backup co-host because... <laughs> I like to travel a lot, as the show knows. Um, I think I was in New, uh, was I in New York once last year, Florida three times last year, and, and Retro, Retro stepped up and time. co-hosted for us. Hell so yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's it, it's it's done out. Of, we roast him, but it's done out of love. Shout so. out Retro, they love you, man. <laughs> they, they, they were really mad as they were here in the middle of winter last year yeah. doing the show in the basement. While I'm sitting out. Calls at- him, he calls in. He calls in from Florida while he's sitting on a freaking cabana, <laughs> drinking a pina colada, and calling in half drunk. Oh, talking that's the beautiful, man. We guys got a caller. Hey, nothing like having you know being a calling in on the show. But let's not forget about our guest tonight. Let's talk some coach music with Paul. Paul, how'd the band come together, brother? Uh, so, you know, uh, fellas, me, Zach, Ray Camp, Jeff Kelly, and Ethan Payer, we've, we've been friends since high school days and played in various bands. So, really, this was like a kind of like re-coming together after years of kind of doing our own projects. Uh, and, it, you know, it started out just me, Zach, plays guitar, Ethan plays bass, and I play keyboard. We were just making music down in my studio, showed it to our old drummer, Jeff, and he couldn't have enough of it. And bada bing, bada boom, we've been together since 2019. Uh, And, you know, obviously was a little uh, affected by the whole shutdown and everything, which we couldn't play shows. But um, luckily enough, the boys loved getting together still, you know, throughout that, that lockdown period. And we kept writing, writing music and just grateful that we're still together. <laughs> I'll say, I, I've known you since, what, shit, since kindergarten? Right, yeah. We've, we've been, been together. We've been, we've been, your you know, dad was our baseball coach. Mm-hmm, say, yeah, exactly. I mean, our dads were 
yeah. yelling at us to keep running, you know, out at third as usual. <laughs> right. <laughs> let, let, listen to this, Pat. Me and Paul have known each other so long. Our parents, our dads were baseball coaches. Uh, my dad was a head coach. Your dad was a mm-hmm. base coach. His dad continues to climb in the world, becomes mayor of Florissant. Great guy still to this day. But I remember, what was it, freshman year of high school is when you and some of the guys got together and started the first band, wasn't it? Oh, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, in high school, I played guitar and I was a lot way bigger than like heavier music, like grindcore and, and, you know, the hardcore scene that was really, really popular around like the 2004 range. And so me... And lifelong buddy Mike McMahon that also played on the baseball team yep. with me and good old Jones, chocolate belly button, you know, yeah, oh no kidding, dude, <laughs> oh Audi, uh, <laughs> and our, you know we we had a, we we made friends with a, a great buddy Kenny Kelling who just got married. Shout out Kenny lives out in Florida, uh, and we we had a band called Sassafras. Mm-hmm. That was, and so that that was that kind of got me into playing music. I was finally playing shows, and uh, yeah, clearly I'm. You know, dozens of years later, and I can't get enough of playing shows. I love it. So we got playing shows. Speaking of shows, you got ours coming up oh, yeah. on Saturday. What other shows you got coming up, bud? Um, so, yeah, we got a couple things lined up besides Rock the Park, which we're obviously super freaking pumped about. Uh, we got a show this Thursday at uh, in the if, uh, if you're familiar with Max's Meat and Florissant and Field State, where the Field State Dispensary location is, where there's going to be a 420 party. So we'll be playing from 5.30 to 7.30 outside in the parking lot. That's a free show. Um, it's family-friendly. Depend, no, you know, despite, I know, despite, I know who's putting that show on. Yeah, yeah we know. Who, Nick. Yeah, Nick is a Nick. good guy. Uh, I, look, I forgot Thursday is 4.20. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. It's like freaking flew up on everybody. And yeah, yeah, yeah Nick's great, man. He reached out. He was who reached out. and uh, Nick has worked in just about every uh, bar restaurant in oh the area. Goodness. He probably gave most of us our, our first shots in the area at Deaver's. 100%. From Deaver's to Show Me's to, uh, I mean, I feel like he had some inclusion with with many of the bars mm-hmm. town, you know and um happy to see him uh you know doing something new but he also loves and he's 100 percent all say him and jessamine yep. together to to the end on this yep oh yeah they're full 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 send feels feel state all all the way i mean be so anywho after that we have a show in uh in august august 5th at this place in chesterfield called sky lounge so kind of a dry like low-key schedule right now hopefully we've continue to fill that up you know throughout the summer yeah i'm sure we'll get opportunities and hopefully you know uh just with the four guys the schedules you know we're, we're free to play them so we're definitely open for shows okay. what was this guy like in high school <laughs> you know doug was just like i would say he was he just he liked to fly like kind of under the radar and just do his thing he didn't exactly he was never you know you never thought of him as like Oh crap! He's the super party dude at the at the party. He knew how to handle himself, and I'll just say he was just a cool, calm, collected guy. Pat, you got along with now. everybody. I, all I can say is you got along with everybody. I don't think I knew of anybody that was like on, on ready to unless I might be under a rock. No, I mean like, I, I, I pretty I much like you were a good. You dude. know, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I still talk to a lot of the guys from high school, um, but this body was not like this in high school. Okay. I looked skinnier than Paul in high school, and uh, I didn't have time to get in trouble or really go to many parties because it was soccer, 
in the fall, straight into basketball. As soon as basketball was over, it was straight baseball because Ed Paul knows this. Like during our our high school years, mm-hmm. dude, I was playing for Ferdinand and the. Um, That's right. Older league. Yeah. Yeah. And playing uh, over at FAA. I was playing at WeHop at the same time. Wow. No shit. Because I was playing with Scanio and Chris Lucas and all those guys. Those boys, dude. I mean, so we had, I I was, I didn't have time to get in trouble. So I was not, nothing like I am now where I get in trouble all the time. Yeah. He was a lot better of a, of a, you know, uh, a teenager than I was. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying I didn't have. Not saying I didn't have run-ins with the law, hanging out with Nick Real and Chris oh, Lincoln yeah, yeah, and Mike yeah, Craig. Mind. I take that back. You were hanging out real. I know. We had, we, we I had, had times with Real back in back in high school. Days. Yeah, we had we uh, up next to each other. We had police called on us several times. Mm. Um, but hey, we were riding bikes. I'm not sure who owned the bike, but we were riding it. Um, it always got returned Fine, somewhere. Whatever woods we can all <laughs> take refuge refuge in and hide because <laughs> we couldn't hang out at people's. Parents' house. No, we got kicked out. out. We got being dead serious. We got kicked out as soon as it was like eight thirty. We were out of the house until either the street lights came on or we were at somebody else's house. The parents verified. Most time we were up off of Lindsay, mm-hmm. back in the woods along the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lindsay trails. Lindsay trails. Dude, we had massive jumps uh, up there right along the river. Oh yeah, we used to have a good time. Hell of a time coming back Bonfires up that hill. Bonfires were a thing. I, we got I'm, the, I'm still flabbergasted of the fact that you were a soccer player. Oh, dude, I was a goalie, man. I was great. Yeah, he was goalie. Look. Athletic. I had three three athletic. positions. I had goalie, center in basketball, and catcher. And that's where I stood. Or second base when I broke my arm. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you ever play hockey? No. Nah. No. I couldn't stand up. Can't Me and skates skate. don't get along. Can't right. I, 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 you know, as much as I love hockey, man, it's embarrassing to say I haven't been on ice skates in 10 plus years. But same. I'm, same. I'm, a, I'm in love with the sport, though. <laughs> you want to talk hockey? We can talk yeah, we, hockey. Yeah. How are you feeling about the playoffs? I mean, well, well let's, you know, let's do, let's talk about the Blues first. If yeah. You're cool with that. I mean, how are you feeling towards the end of the year? It was just, you know, I, I like the fact that they got a top 10. Yeah. Guaranteed. Right. So we, we got the three first round draft picks, so there's a little bit of uh, question marks or you know flexibility with those. You know, I don't know what the organization is going to do with those. If they're mm-hmm. going to try to trade up, or if they're going to trade for players, or if we're just going to take advantage of like finally having three first round draft picks, one in top ten. It's been a minute too That's, since we've had like we multiple first round draft picks, so. I think the last time we did, it was the year we got Tarasenko yep. and I'm pretty Schwartz. sure Schwartz. Yeah. yeah, Schwartz at like 16 and Tarasenko again at like 23. Yeah. So. I mean, it's going to be a different. Next season's already been shaping up to be different. I mean, they just fired uh, two assistant coaches today. Right. Which Craig McTavish, I was never sold on Craig McTavish. He was a one, it was, it's a one and done with McTavish. Gets in and he's basically gone. Mike Van Ryan, he's been there for a while. Yeah, was he was he, he was with, was he with the Blues yeah. organization before? Yeah. Okay, I because I knew been, Craig got brought in to try to take you know uh, replace Jim Montgomery yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and, and it didn't work. It didn't work out. Didn't work out. We had like no. one of the worst special teams in the entire league, yeah. whether it be penalty kill or the power play. There was it was bad. I don't know what they need to do with with Pareko. You can't. You're not going to find anybody that's going to take that contract. Right. 
you can't find a body the size of Pareko. Like, I, I can't help but agree with, with, with people that would say, like, okay, so, like, the, we see his fans, and I think most analysts would see with their eyes that, like, he's not playing to his potential. No. But as an, from an organization standpoint, it's, like, got to be tough as hell to be like, all right, if we get rid of him, how do we – where we replace it? Like, who's – what what player are we play, pulling out of our minor system? I think in order oh. to get rid of him, you're going to – it's not just going to be a trade for Perinko because whatever team is going to pick him up is going to be losing big money on it because sure. they got to pick up. So it's going to be, hey, we'll give you Perinko and a draft pick. For somebody, and it, we're gonna contract. have to pick up some. We're gonna have to pick up like somebody that's ready. Whether I don't know if it's a defenseman. There was talk. I remember during the season it was supposed to be to Toronto for Billy Nylander because that's been in the discussion for wow. almost like three seasons. Is trying to acquire William Nylander from the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it doesn't ever happen. It continues to fall through. Which again, I was surprised that you know maybe. He could have been a part of that deal that brought in or got rid of O'Reilly and Nolachari, but it didn't happen. And we got a draft pick and a couple of prospects out of it. True. I, I honestly want just to say this because you know you know how I am about Mister Number Ninety One. Yeah. I for all you Tarasenko fans out there, I just want to let you know he's not coming back. Well, did you hear the news? He put his house up for sale. Yes. That's oh a my good. God. That's a good sign. He's it, not coming back. He's it's gone it's for good, guys. He's not coming it. back. You know. Did anybody got next? Well, I mean, I think I saw that on Twitter. Two point three million dollars just laying around. Uh, that's just yeah. a down payment. That smile I saw on his face <laughs> when he first went on the ice for forty-four Overhills Drive in St. Louis, Missouri. It's on Coldwell. Banker Home City put it up for sale. So uh, 6.2 million. That's what it's called. I said 2.3 just for the down payment. Yeah. So 6.2 overall. It's if you got an extra 6.2 million, listen, uh, lying around, it's a five bedroom, five full baths, four partial baths, 9,000 square feet, four car garage. This is just from the last three days. And so, so what do you need? What do you need? Yeah. You got, got five bedrooms. The pool is amazing. Oh my god! Five bedrooms and you need nine bathrooms. What are you doing? I mean, he's got three kids. Okay, three kids and his wife. That's five people. One bedroom for each person. Yep. What do you need nine bathrooms for? Well, he did shit his pants a lot, <laughs> <laughs> especially in the last couple of years. Fortunately, on the ice. <laughs> it's but yeah, that's so. If anybody's got an extra two point million to go after a uh, nice house, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look that up. You know whose house I didn't that, hear go for sale? Who's Ryan O'Reilly? That you know, true. see that I I am still entertaining the idea that he's yeah, coming back. We right. get we we do the dra- we do. get the dra- we draft three first round draft picks. We. Just, Go ahead and we did back it with, O'Reilly. We did it, we did it with Kachuk. We did it with Dougie Waite. I think we even did it with Melamby. But, I mean, here's the thing. Again, yeah. and then, you know, That's why they, they haven't named anybody the captaincy. They, That's, I'm they didn't sure name nobody. I think one of the reasons I didn't want to name anybody is because kind of what me and you talked about once before, giving somebody the C just for the last two, yeah. two months of the season just isn't... Um, yeah, from a logistical or whatever, from like a like a like an organization, like a, from the team standpoint, it doesn't make sense. From like, we we all probably were 
that age when we saw uh, what's his face? Man, I can't, I'm blanking on his name. The old the old captain Pronger. Not it was after Pronger. His, Dallas Drake. No, it was after Drake. Uh, he 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 was he came from the one uh, you don't like, Eric Brewer. Uh, Eric Brewer. Sorry, I, I was having I was having PTSD. I freaking want to anytime anybody says that guy's name. That's his favorite I, guy in the well, world. That, I was always mind blown that he, they didn't give the C to somebody else when he was injured for like two years straight. It, they he, and I guess no, he makes, wasn't injured for two years straight. Like he just year. seemed like he was. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It, it just, just seemed like he was. <laughs> he was so terrible. So bad. That's that was Sorry, that during that time period. I was just astounded and I constantly questioned whose ass was he kissing or who was he blowing behind the scenes to yeah. be able to get that captaincy for so long the backlash the fans had we booed him mercifully when he had the puck anytime when he played for St. Louis anytime he came back we still booed him we never forgave the lorries for what they did to us during that time for mm-hmm. sure because and the only reason he came here was because of that freaking dump salary that they had to do. That's why we lost Pavel Dimitra. That's why freaking McKennis was not going to come back. We had to trade Pronger. We lost so much potential during those couple of years. And then they brought in Eric Brewer, instantly named the captain. And he had, he was worse than Pareko. Yeah. As much as we talk oh, shit no, on yeah, Pareko. Eric Brewer's far worse than that. Nice thing is you were talking about salary dump. ROR has already said he'll come back for a lower salary. Yep. He's, they He's just, a man. I think. Because he knows he it's about it the team. I wouldn't be objected to bringing Ryan O'Reilly back. I was really shocked if, when they they traded him. I was, yeah. I, was, I was pissed off initially. And then after a little bit, I kind of like, okay, I kind of understand I mean, it. It worked out for us because he ended up missing the rest of the season with that broken hand. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Toronto's going to do one and done. <laughs> I they always say, do. I mean, you know, I would, yeah. It's such an interesting scenario with that series because, like, they're they're stacked. They team, play each other lightning. almost every year, and every uh, year Tampa yeah. Bay beats or their it's ass. Tampa or it's Boston. It's yeah. between the two of those teams. They just, I, I'm just like, if unless Toronto just rolls all over them and beats them in five or six games, it's not going to be doable if they get the game seven. I don't know if they have that mentality as a team. It's the same team. Has failed those multiple times. I don't know. Maybe I, Ryan O'Reilly ha- healthy is the one thing. I don't know. I kind of like the meme after uh, Ryan O'Reilly got traded that said, "Dad, it's okay. I'm I'm going to Toronto, but I'm proud of one thing. At least I won a Stanley Cup because I know where my career is at now. Pretty much. <laughs> so for those that are wondering, the Stanley Cup playoffs begin tonight: Vegas versus Winnipeg, Edmonton versus L.A. Avs versus the Kraken. This is this has potential to be the matchup for the first round. Dallas versus Minnesota. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, the team that went from dead last last season is in the playoffs, and the Blues couldn't make it to the playoffs. Eighty-one points couldn't get us in. No, I always i i, I hate to say I hated to say this, but it's like man, I kind of wish they would have just made those trades. Earlier before, because man, we we looked good towards the end. They looked like a team that fought. Well, it was weird last, once they knew they were. You yeah, know, the last, yeah. last couple of games they looked kind of off and on. Yeah, but okay, fake. when but you, you got Vrana and Cap Kapanen, I mean, I know they're kind of like. Know. You know, I, I want to know. Do we have Jakob Vrana for next season? Because goddamn, would I love to have him back? Look, it's yeah. it's one of those things that when you've already made your tea time for the next week, you're trying not to get injured. 
You know you're out of the playoffs. And you know, why play? And that's what the Blues look like those last couple games. True. And I, yeah. yeah, that last yeah, game against Dallas, that. they looked good the first period, and then it was like, no, we'll that's just take true. it easy. Hey, let me tell you, some of, them, some of them stops that JB was making. Yeah. If you want to be all over JB, look, when you don't have a defense in front of you. When you don't, yeah, when you don't have help in general, you're going to look like shit and people are going to point fingers. And I hate the fact that the whole league is sitting there saying that he's worse than Brad Marchand. That's Look, some bullshit. It is. He's it the is. only person on the Blues that had fire the whole season. Shen. I would take Shen. I take, I take issue with yes. that statement because I think Braden Shen had it. And at times, uh, well, when Verona played, when he got when we got him. Yeah. Yaga Verona had it. And Sammy Kapanen had it. Belay's not afraid to hit. He's not going to fight, but he's not afraid to hit. There's still some, you know, you got Bortuzzo, I believe, we still got on the team. I think and, for like another year. And yeah. he, he won't exactly, he doesn't fight as much as we probably originally thought he would be. But, yeah, you you know, you can't go wrong and with again, Shen. one person that needs to hit more, JB. Colton Pareko. You know, with the weird thing about Colton Pareko that I think will put things in perspective is that, like, he's a big dude. And what are other big, huge defensemen? Shea Weber. Uh Ryan Suter, yeah, you got these PK tall, Subban even huge do dudes, yeah, and um, and he doesn't bring that intensity. Uh, it's he's almost like he just size. wants to be a winger or something. Yeah, he's got the size, he has the power, he just doesn't use it. Well, see, he's a he's a defensive winger. Paul said it perfect. He's he wants to be a winger. He's a defensive winger, and he ha- like you said, Pat, he has the power, so he knows that if he's up in the top slot, mm-hmm. right at the blue line. Or I'm sorry, the red line. He can make that shot, and he's going to have power getting it on net. Yeah, it's you're like right, you're, you're right. Letang. The first, yeah, his blue line. Yeah. He's not Latang. He's you know you're you're not. That's Carlson, yeah, man. That's, he he almost. No, I don't know. Don't say Carlson. Carlson's horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about a waste of money. I'm glad I'm not a Sharks fan for that oh, simple man. fact. I know. I, I it, it's been funny watching his career. I gotta give I gotta give him a little credit this year. He sold year, out. He he convinced the Sharks to give him so much money, and he swindled them uh, out of it. And he, they can't yeah. get rid of him. They'll never be able to dump that contract on him because he's not worth the money that he's being paid. Hey, I just want to say one thing. Who's still in the playoffs? Pat Maroon. Yes. Oh, I was wondering shoot. where you're going with this. Patty. Uh, <laughs> on the east side, on the Eastern Conference, you got Boston versus Florida, mm-hmm. Toronto versus Tampa, Carolina versus the Islanders, and Devils versus the Rangers, which they will not have to go far for that series at all. Yeah, pretty much right across the bridge. True, <laughs> true. Now, what do you think is the series? What's the What's the one to watch? I say Dallas versus Minnesota. And in, in, in the West, you yeah. think the Dallas Minnesota? I think that'll be the series to watch. And if coming up second, it would probably be Boston and Florida. Because if Boston if Boston gets knocked out, look for Florida to probably make a go right, of it right. go all the way. Yeah, yeah. no, because Boston is ha- Boston had probably the greatest season in NHL history. Florida, Yunmark is a. F- Freaking unreal goalie. Florida, Tampa. You think that's going to be the next? That's going to be the series. That's yeah, that's, that's going to be the next one. That's, that's the second, second round. round. Second yeah. round series. See, so, that would be that would be pretty epic. Uh, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, so I mean, as much as some of these big rig teams that are stacked have like the the, the names on paper, and it looks looks like they're going to completely annihilate. I don't know. You know, like. Devils could pull off something, um, you know. I this is there's there's many series now. This is a different series, not even in the same conversation. 
But the Abs and the Kraken, if mm-hmm. now we're talking about a team that like could dismantle somebody and maybe go all the way. If like Kraken somehow, I mean, this is completely chaos thinking. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but if some reason, I like chaos. I like some chaos. reason the Kraken take out the Abs. I'll, I'll, I will be. A, I'll, I'll say it here. I will be a Kraken fan till I would, till they the, get knocked out. If the Kraken, of if the Kraken take out Swartzy and done, if the Kraken take out the Avs, I will buy a Jaden Schwartz. Yeah, but you got to think. You got to think. My Schwartz stuff all, all over the place. You got to think. This is not the same. Colorado Avalanche that won the Stanley Cup last year. They, were, they, they got rid of a lot of people yeah, right they after the lost Kadri. They lost Grubauer. They lost uh, uh, of their couple, goalie. The goalie yeah, Kemper. Grubauer, I mean and Kemper. Yeah. Um, so they are. They're not the same team, but they are still one of the more dangerous teams. I'm not saying they're not a dangerous team, but I mean, you got teams like Tampa that uh, they. They don't think they really got rid of too many people in the yeah, offseason. I don't think they did. didn't. Stamkos is still, still down there. Velasquez uh, still down there. Um, Toronto went out and created the super team, and they still struggled to make the playoffs. I, well, yeah, we, okay. Look, look at New York. Toronto's one of those teams you can say every year. They're going to somehow scratch and claw their way into the playoffs, but that's about it. They're just going to scratch yeah, know, and claw. Know. You know, it's, it's a sad, it's, it sucks. I, ha- I have to say, I mean, think about it. They didn't, they haven't won a cup since the blues were not even in existence. I'll say, uh, this is, I think the first oh, year since 2011, if I can remember correctly, that the blues haven't made yeah, the postseason. 2010, 2011 was the last time. Wow. Uh, I, I'm looking a potential with this. Do you think any of the Canadian teams have a chance to win anything? There's three. Okay, so you got there's Toronto, you got Toronto, Toronto, Montreal. No, no, Montreal's not and in you it. You got Edmonton, no, Montreal, uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Toronto. The Jets could the Jets could be an underdog. Jets have put a bucks. team together for several years. They're always a contender. Um, but I could see them at least getting you know. So if Winnipeg is playing. Who are they facing uh, first round? First round, they're playing. Winnipeg has shoot. the uh, Golden Knights. So the Golden Knights. That's gonna be Golden Knights with 111 through. points during the regular season. Jets finished with 95. Is Petrangelo healthy? I don't know. Their goalie situation is always up in air right now. Yeah. Shit. I had to look at Boston's record. 65, 12, and 5. 135 it, points. God damn. Makes, uh, makes absolutely no sense <laughs> at all. If See, you play fantasy hockey and didn't have one of those goalies. Here, here's oh, here's God, the one thing about so. that is I hope Boston gets knocked out first round only because I think a Boston-Tampa um, Bay series would not be a good fit for a second round. Now, if that was uh, – Eastern Conference Final? Yes. I, I would go yeah, 100%. It was the old yeah. playoff. Uh, but going – Going second round with probably your two best teams in the Eastern Conference to date. What, I don't like what are you going to have? I don't like Here's the thing. Because that happens so often. We're going to take a break after this, and I'm going to end it on this. I texted my cousin in Minnesota, and I told him the only reason I'm rooting for Minnesota to even make it past the first round and possibly go all the way. Not for the simple fact that they want that they deserve a cup because Minnesota kind of does. The fact that they will beat Dallas, the team that abandoned them, in the early 90s. Oh, let's go. But Ryan fucking Reeves. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Reeves deserves a cup. Is that Chucky you're texting? Yes. Ryan Reeves Yo, deserves Chucky. a cup. 
My cousin, my cousin Nick, I, I told him Ryan Reeves deserves a cup, and I will root for Minnesota for that simple fact, not for anything else, not for family, but for the simple fact of Ryan fucking Reeves, because I miss Ryan Reeves. All right, let's take a break. We'll let's come back a, right after this. Who are we playing? Uh, let's play that post-sex nachos. I hear yeah. it on Beyond FM. I fell in love, it felt evergreen It's always worse behind the screen Never thought that you could be so mean Greetings and salutations. This is Gary J representing St. Louis Anarchy, and you're listening to Beyond FM.
Sex nachos within the bag. You heard a little quip there from Gary J uh, from St. Louis Anarchy. We are working with St. Louis Anarchy for their next show in June. And this past Friday, they had a hell of a show as seen on Anarchy. And it was freaking amazing. Yeah, we got to do better uh, remembering to mark our calendar next time. True that. As we uh, both kind of messed up and forgot about it till like couple days before well i also booked myself to do something <laughs> stupid down in festus on saturday too but that's neither here nor there uh the show was overall really good so definitely they play? uh it's it's pro wrestling oh hey. so it's an annual oh, pro wrestling event yeah so st louis anarchy and glory pro wrestling are like the two top tier indie uh, shows in st louis in st louis and okay. they run like every other month basically and anarchy puts on a hell of a show in alton Every single time. Uh, it's a pretty good turnout. I'm saying Glory Pro's down and, on Del Mar. And, no, Glory Pro's actually over off of South Bo- uh, Broadway. Oh, that's right. It's, they just did that special show there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll find this pretty interesting. You know who I got to see uh, at Anarchy? Anakin? Billy Starks. Oh, she was supposed to be there, yeah. Right there after she signed with had, AEW, she had, had a hell that show. of a match. 
against Aaron Williams and beat the living piss out of him. Uh, Gary puts put the put the boots to Anakin. Poor Anakin. When I saw Anakin afterwards. So let me give yeah, you this. Yeah, give yeah. you this. Uh, give you this. Clean uh, up for me. Cl- clear it up for you. Anakin Murphy is about five foot five, maybe ninety pounds. Ninety pounds soaking wet, skinny little dude, and he's going against a guy that's basically his mentor. And I would say Gary's good, probably about the same friends. size. Oh yeah. Right, the same right. size as you. Still, he chopped him to death for a good like three or four minutes. I'm still he waiting to get you chopped by Gary J. Oh, that's awesome. Right of him. It's that always was, fun seeing that, dude. Like, oh my god, it was. Well, we can't even go to a show without somebody getting chopped. Oh yeah, because there's good. me, him, and a couple other buddy of ours. We'll go to the show, and you got to watch yourself the whole entire time because you oh, take your eye off somebody. You, you, you see, just, here's the bah! thing. Here's the thing, though. If you chop. A certain somebody in front of Neil, and Neil will sit there and call it a hate crime. So our buddy Troy's black, and if you chop him in front of our buddy Neil, who works yeah, yeah, for yeah. Uh, MSD, he's like hate crime. Did you see that? He just did a black guy hate crime. He calls it, it every single time. We were at AEW last month, and just oh, you good. don't get us together. You don't get me, you, numb nuts, and Rodney together because. It will turn into a, either a chop fest or somebody is going to get yelled at because we're horsing around. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a we're, good thing we know security at just about every venue. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. We were outside. Of, fuck, we were outside of Del Mar. We were outside of Del Mar Hall getting ready to go inside for Glory Pro and we're chopping the living crap out of oh, each yeah. other. We just, you know, we're still kids. We like to have fun. <laughs> Never grow up. Never grow, grow up. We were, but yeah, this past Saturday, or this past Friday, Glory or St. Louis Anarchy, hell of a show. Their next show is in June. Uh, we are currently talking with Gary and a couple other proprietors, possibly getting even Matt Jackson, the owner of Glory Pro Wrestling. The Matt Jackson? The Matt Jackson. Uh, the owner of St. Louis Anarchy. Not Matt Jackson on, of the Young Bucks, guys. To come on the show because he enjoyed, like, listen, he enjoys listening in to, like, some of the stuff we've done in the past. Well, I'm glad somebody years. likes to listen here. Anakin and a few others <laughs> that we've had. Yeah. Even Evan wants to come back. I saw Evan Jalistico, and he had a, he had an awesome match in a fatal four-way. Well, I owe Evan. I owe Evan a show. Because yeah, I was sick the last time he was uh, came no, over. I'm pretty sure it was your foot or something like that, and you couldn't even make it down the stairs. Yeah, so <laughs> I have tendencies to rip tendons in my body nowadays. That's pretty badass. You guys get musicians. You guys get you know we wrestlers. We get, get pro wrestlers. We get MMA fighters. We even get some personal trainers. Which the personal trainer I'm working with right now, Andy, says he wants to come on the show. Bring him on. We got guys from First Form that come on the show, and we've yeah, we pretty much get almost anybody and everybody in. Speaking of sports, we got. Big weekend this weekend. That is for sure. We got the XFL big decision game on Saturday. If we can make the playoffs. So let's give a little rundown of what could happen this weekend. So if the Battle Hawks go into the Dome, the Battle Dome, and win, and Seattle loses to Vegas, the Battle Hawks are in. If the Battlehawks go in and destroy the Orlando Guardians and the Sea Dragons of Seattle go to Vegas and win, it comes down to the point difference. So right now, Seattle has us on point difference. But as we all know, Vegas can put up a very good defense and Orlando 
me and Paul were talking off air about this could be a very big um, wake up call for the Battlehawks as they gave DC defenders the best team in the XFL this year their one and only loss. One and eight Guardians, six and three Battlehawks. Another, it's, it's going to be an interesting weekend. Another uh, scenario. The ESPN, the Defenders, and the Roughnecks have already made the playoffs. So this basically decides who faces off against who, more or less. And I wouldn't mind facing off against the Roughnecks because I want to see DC in the final. Well, I mean, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, at least neither team's going to have home field advantage in the final. No. Um, if both teams lose, the Battlehawks lose and give Orlando their second win of the season, and Vegas beats Seattle, the Battlehawks will be into the playoffs just based off standings alone. So, we either need... Well, we need Seattle to lose no matter what. We need the Battlehawks to show up and show us what we've seen in previous weeks. Right. And they didn't look too good this past week against nope. the Sea Dragons. 30 to 12 was the final. Uh, Which, you know, that, that kind of shows, I'm hoping that doesn't show us what kind of team we have, that they were good all season and can't play under pressure because we wouldn't even be talking about scenarios for this weekend if the boys could have just pulled it off. I was really wondering where Brian Hill was because he only got five carries for eleven yards. Gary not Jennings, good yeah, not and good. He fought, what about as, did he? Did he uh, was was he able to prevent any fumbles? Yeah. Okay. That that I mean, despite that, might be why he didn't get as many carries. But it is definitely concerning that he had he, only he's five. He's usually at the playmaker for the Battle yes. Hawks, and they were just not able to give him the ball. AJ McCarron didn't look too good. I can tell you what. One eighty six touchdown, two picks. I can I can tell you why. What happened? They brought a piece of junk head coach back to St. Louis. Good old Mike Martz was on the sideline for the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Man. You're right. They did. Mike Martz, which was the downfall of the St. Louis oh, Rams. Oh, no, 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 no. I think I've – okay, so I used to believe that same thing. I, I believe that same scenario is that Mike Martz was the downfall, the greatest show on turf. But in a sense, he also – Georgia still had the team at the time. Georgia still had the team. True. But – a lot of injuries came into place. They rushed Mark Bolger a little too much, and then kind of the team just more or less imploded. That's why. Well, yeah, when you don't bring anybody in for an O-line and you let your rookie quarterback just get sacked play after play after, after play. play. After play. He was and regarded then, as a really good quarterback when he yeah, was I mean, coming out. Everybody he was, was talking about They still will bring him up in the national. He oh. is still I, – I say there's a lot of people that hate on Mark Bolger, but – his numbers don't fully explain everything. He still threw over like 40 touchdown passes, even if he did almost have like 30 interceptions at the same time. He still produced fairly well for the couple of seasons that he did play for the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was a good quarterback. He just, there was no uh, protection. And he had no pocket. And once the, you know, the guard at receiver kind of like, dried up who else was left to throw to you couldn't trust Azakim to be the star wide receiver Bruce retired uh Holt leaves and then who's left Ricky 
Ricky Prohl <laughs> for like a season, and then he retired. Yeah, I mean, or no, he went out to Carolina. Yeah, yeah, then he ended up going to Carolina. Then you had one one guy, and he was in your backfield, Marshall Falk, and then Marshall kept on getting hurt because he was getting too old. Oh yeah, I mean, you can only you, run those you, crazy you know routes crazy. that Marshall you know was running for you know so crazy. long. Yeah, right. You know what's crazy is the fact that Marshall Falk looked that good, and and it's just comes out of freaking nowhere. The guy had been around the league since 1994. When yeah, see, he, that blows my mind. It, he had a, he had a heck of a... In 2000s. Yeah, was like, he hey, had a decent... Is. He was flying under the radar as one of the more decent running backs in the league when he was in Indianapolis. And then the Colts got Edron James, and it was like riding on the wall. They traded him out and sent him to St. Louis. And we got... we He showed up when he got to St. Louis. Like, best just comes out of nowhere and people are like, where the hell was this when he was in Indy? He was putting up pretty decent numbers when he was in Indy. It's just Indy was not winning. At Sometimes the, the system changes yeah. and roster change. Well, know. I mean, that's Correct not even wrong. Wasn't that the first one? The year they get rid of him or is the, either the year they, after they got rid of him. No, they got rid of him in 98. It was, uh, that was when Peyton got drafted. Yeah. Yeah. But see, he's so not the only running back that, that happened to, um, well, granted, let's. I mean, a buddy of mine who played in the NFL, Rayon the Crayon uh, Lewis, played was a running back before Adrian Peterson. A AP got drafted. Ray was gone. Who are you talking about? Ray Lewis. Different Ray Lewis. I was not to say like Ray Lewis. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. Different Ray Lewis. Come on now, you know I have friends in the NFL. Well, I'm I, sorry, none of them are in the NFL no more anymore. Uh, They're uh, he's I don't know where he's at nowadays. He can't stay on a team. Man, yeah. you know it doesn't happen very often that a uh, running back gets traded and does good though. I mean, not, you look at I, the I'm running backs. To think of where that hell sets maybe. I'm you know I'm, uh, not in recent memory. Yeah, uh, I mean, you look at what happened. You, had, you had, look what what happened you know, with Trent Richardson. He was supposed to be like the second coming of Jim Brown. When oh he was in man, Cleveland. I don't want to think about that guy. He well, he got tra- <laughs> did he get drafted by Cleveland and then mm-hmm. sent to Indy, or was it the other way around? Well, he was he was drafted by Cleveland. Had an immaculate year. Had he was on commercials. I. Fan, I did a fantasy draft the next year, picked him in my first round, and he got hurt the first and he was game, a bust. and he stunk. Straight and up bust. And then he got bust. traded to, to, like you said, Indy. Yeah. I had a little hope. I was like, maybe he'll come back. And Nothing. just from then on, it just seemed like he disappeared. Yeah. And, and that dude was a stud when he first got drafted. He had he had, he was like hyped as like the second coming of Jim Brown. Yeah. And it just never, never materialized. And he gets sent out somewhere else thinking that, you know, a change of scenery is going to help. Didn't help. I mean, another one that's disappeared. Alden Smith. From Missouri? From Missouri. Yeah. Well, um, you, that's what happens when you get arrested at least like four or five times in like three years. <laughs> Do terroristic threats at a no, freaking... No, uh, let me uh, tell you. I can tell you from... from <laughs> Firsthand, a lot of the stuff he's being charged with or has been said about him is not true. You sure about that? I am 100% sure. So issuing a bomb threat in an airport is just made up out of nowhere. I can tell you a lot of the stuff is not true. All right. Can you get him on the show so we can verify that? I'll, I'll call him. And if you're on there, man. I have, his, I have. I'm good friends with him. I will give him a call and see if what we can get him on What are you thinking about Jalen Hurts' new deal? 
I, I don't know. I look, you know, five years, two hundred fifty-five million, making him the highest paid wow. player you in think NFL that's history. Or, you know, I follow one team. I mean, the San Francisco Forty ers Oh come on now! Don't do me like that. I'm better than that. You know, I followed the Bills. Oh yeah, you are. You are Bill Mafia, loving, baby. Loving that Josh Allen Kool Aid. Man, I was look. I was a fan of the Bills before Josh Allen. All right. <laughs> If I jumped on the KC bandwagon. Look, when the Rams left, I had to go somewhere, right? You, you jump back and forth. Like, at times you're with the 49ers. Other times you were with the No, I just picked the 49ers. Look, I just picked it's, the 49ers because like they, they had a good defense this year. That's the only reason I picked they the 49ers. Always, I don't know what it is about their defense towards the end of the year. They so, they weren't bad the whole season. I had them on my fantasy all season. They did pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they won me a league. But, I mean, just them. I did live in upstate New York for – Several years, about six. So, I mean, when the Rams left, you know, I just went back to the team I was rooting for. I just hope the Rams continue to lose. Hey, I can tell you one thing that happened in L.A. at the Coliseum. What? Sold out twice, and it wasn't when the Rams were playing. Damn straight. Uh, about two, or was it five years? Uh, $255 million? Is that the... Wow! Yeah, two hundred fifty-five million with the staying with the Eagles, and yet Lamar Jackson still hasn't got paid. I think that's, that's a, the story right there. Yeah, Lamar that's Jackson the story. He, yeah, yeah, but they're building a team for him to stay. Yeah, who, yeah, they just give eighteen million dollars to Odell Beckham that's Jr., yeah, the guy that hasn't had more than a thousand receiving yards in about yeah. five years. The guy that's coming off of missing all of last year with uh, after he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl the year before, missed all of last year, and then he had a massive epic freakout on a plane. Yeah, dude. I, no I one still. I don't know how you get money when I, I just I, it blows because. My, Mine. Lamar I guess he hasn't said, in trouble with like law and drugs yet. I Lamar guess. said, I want somebody I can count on to play. Yeah. Who can catch anything I throw. And they said, All right, OBJs, he might be getting old, but we'll give him some money. He's 34. That's, yeah, dude, yeah. that's old for football, though. That's kind of that's that's old for a receiver. It, that's old for a receiver. That's old to give well, a, a receiver $18 million. Was, uh, how old was. Um, Man, he just he he literally just freaked out. He was on the uh, I'm blanking on his name. Buccaneers play with Tom Brady. Freaked out. And Antonio took his shirt Brown. Off. Yeah, how old was Antonio Brown when he freaked out and took his shirt off? He's 32, but he's got massive. Look, I know he's got mental no, <laughs> issues, but it so doesn't seem like he's that much younger or older. They're talking okay. right now that he's got some um, severe CTE. I know. Yeah, he actually has. Uh, Vontez, Vontez, perfect. Just giving him problems. You, and happens. you know, you know me on my CTE. Yeah, and I know where he, and you know where he got it from. Vontez, perfect. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Vontez. But perfect. now, speaking of CTE, real quick, uh, where, what do we do with Tua this year? Are you gonna pick him up for fantasy? Hell no. You stay far away from Tua. Did he have two year. concussions? How many concussions? He had two in a matter of uh, twenty four hours. No, he had two in a matter. You know, it was a two in a matter. Well, did, of yeah, five so days. he got he got he, he had one, and then he got he, knocked they, they out like, by Buffalo. You the next two week, and then he got knocked out again. Oh no, it was uh, it was a Sunday Thursday turnaround. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my. Uh, it was yeah. Buffalo, and I forget who the other team was. Pretty sure it was uh, no, not Minnesota. It was um, uh, it was the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, they they keep trying to implement new helmets, rules. 
Well, ads. we looked it up, and there is a whole, right. like, four-week protocol of things you have to go through. And he got cleared after five days. Right. So yeah. that's the problem with, with football. Is that it's so concentrated, like those 12 or, you know, it's like it's, it's not 82 games. You got one game per week. It's concentrated. So there's, like, so much high pressure. I guarantee there's these people in the management in the, in the front office that just say they rush things, you know, and it, it's like this is do or die. And then it backfires pretty well, heavily. Yeah. Because we looked it up, and it's like a 12-step program you have to go through. And, like, if you go through every single step, you might make it back for the second week. Second or third week. Yeah, second or third week. Depending on how you show. There's no way you go through all 12 steps in a matter of three days because you have to be cleared at least 24 hours before the game. To play, so he got his first concussion on a Sunday, which they carted him off the field. By Wednesday morning, he was cleared to play Thursday night football, and they carted him off five minutes into the game. Yeah, man. No, he didn't get carted off on the first one. He just smacked his head and then got and limped off. On the I want to. I'm curious where the, the second one was. he got carted off. Second one he got carted off, and then they fired people. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what the record was. I think they were winning records. Oh, they were doing great. They were having a great season. I want to say they were one of the under over undefeated teams at that time. Yeah, they were undefeated after that. That's true. That's right. That's right. It was was two of speaking. Speaking of people getting fired, Anheuser Busch has lost eight billion dollars over the last week and a half. Sales are down eighty percent. In bars, and they fired the whole marketing team. That's huge. The whole marketing team. I've been seeing conflicting reports on that one. So, I'll tell you right now, the sales are down. Sales may be down, but people are still buying it, though. And here's all these. These uh, teams and stuff like that are sponsored by Bud White. That's what they. That's what they sell these games. I yeah. saw plenty of people wearing Bud Light stuff on uh, tailgates this past weekend. So, yeah. because that's saying. all they own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's might uh, be the only canopy they got. Talk some Cardinal baseball. We come back. Yeah, yeah. we'll play one Sounds or two good. here. Just one. Let's play some Gorilla Theory right here on Beyond the Film. Yeah, of this kind. 
Nights Gorilla Theory, Mouth Out on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. They're going to be at Red Flag on May the 2nd. That is going to be a dope show. We're going to talk some Cardinals baseball. And if you want an update on the game, uh, God, they're losing 6-1 to one to Arizona. Who, who pitched tonight? Uh, Jack Flaherty Yikes. started the game. He goes six innings, gives up four hits. Four runs earned, three walks, and four strikeouts. Palante just came in and basically gave the game up on a grand slam. A grand slam. And I picked up Jack Flaherty. I, start, I started Jack Flaherty as well today. I'm glad I don't play and, no uh, fantasy. Evan Smith <laughs> Go ahead. the grand slam. Slammy. <laughs> yeah. I deserve it. Great. And that. Puts my but ERA up to six. The captain, so. the captain is not back with the team yet. What, he's still what? got a. He's still on a fifteen, I believe. Yeah, I believe Wayno. Wayno, oh, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, look, the so last general we have on the team. Uh, well, you kind of need the that offense is looking uh, anemic, and I'm just yeah. wondering when they're going to pull the trigger on some do something with the pitching staff because this is not working. Starting staff, I don't think anybody's got an ERA under seven. It looked great time. yesterday. Miles looked great yesterday. He battled. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say Miles battled, and he got through some. He gave up three runs. three runs, seven innings, I believe right. it was. It was either six six and a half or seven. Let's well, look, look. Let's look. Let's look. Larity was doing decent until today. If you looked at his ERA, it was I think it was zero. I mean, I mean, yeah, Miles gave up uh, one. Jack's ERA has been kind of up, too. He's, he's issued a lot of walks. That's the problem with the, all the take uh, walks. And to answer your question, Miles Michaelis, five and two-thirds, seven hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Just a solid. Just His like ERA is at 8.1. It's still early. I mean, but when you're only pitching five innings a, a game, you know, one yeah, run is. It's, yeah, it's still early, but, you know, the pitching staff. Look at these numbers, though. Like, yeah, but the bats are cold, too. The bats are cold. The pitching staff's not looking any better. Uh, right now, Jordan Montgomery has a 2.45 ERA, only two wins. Miles Michaelis only has 19 strikeouts. Helsley's got three saves. Verhagen's got three. They didn't bring him in yesterday. No, they didn't. Uh, I was really looking forward to hearing Hell's Bells. Here here it is. Miles Michaelis has an 8.10 ERA. Steven Matz is at 6.48. Jack Flaherty, yeah, he was at 1.76 before today. Yeah. Uh, Jake Woodford is at 5.65. And Hicks is at a 12.7. Yikes. Yeah, but Hicks... Is- he is no longer allowed in during uh, any... Kind of iffy situation, basically. So okay, so yeah, uh, Jax might not go up as high as you think because here's the thing: if he was at a one point seven before today's game, he gave up two runs and how many innings? He gave up four actually. Four runs and I thought you said five innings. Is it eight to one? He it's six to one. He gave up the grand slam and two of those runs were charged to him. Palante got the other two. Oh okay. So he gave up. They were runs. yeah. He they were on base before they took him out. Two inherited. Yeah. yeah. So two okay. inherited for uh, Palante. They looked good yesterday. I mean, yeah, some of the bats were cold, but let me tell you, swing Tommy Edmond bases loaded, swinging on first pitch. Gorman is so clutch, it's not even funny at this point. Uh, you know who else was clutch yesterday? Newt. Newt, yes. Yeah, I think he, he made a, he dude, made that a was a laser. Was like, so happy. A straight that. laser. <laughs> right. But to, 
Man, they're just he, seven he, and nine. It's not where we really. That's not it. yeah. It's not where we want to be. And and even and as as much as Arizona soon Arizona seemed like a maybe an easy win. They're nine and seven. Yeah. So they're the opposite. Yeah. And if it goes this way towards the end, everybody predicted that it was going to be the, the well. It's again, it's early, but you know the Dodgers and San Diego were supposed to run away with that division. Colorado's in the place like normal. San Francisco's surprisingly five under. But damn, Arizona's in first place in the first month. We still got a long way to go. Okay, gets it's over. a long But season, first, right? hold on. Let's pump the brakes, guys. Here's the thing about the Cardinals the only reason we're even paying attention to their record right now is because the Blues aren't in the playoffs. It's officially baseball season. Soon so we hockey, all know. Season ends, it's officially hockey. Because in St. Louis, if the Blues are still playing. No one cares what's going on at Bush Stadium. But as soon as they're out of the playoffs, it's all hands on deck for the Cardinals. So, I mean, this is probably Everybody's a normal season for us, and we just don't realize it. Well, I mean, I think also Saint, a lot of St. Louis fans are like a little spoiled, so we're expecting a little bit more. It's just the offense isn't totally clicking. It's kind of, it's fitting into what I've been saying for about the past decade with this, with this entire team. The offense for some reason is being anemic. They are great for a couple of games. They'll put up seven to eight runs and then they'll go completely cold for about another four. No doubt. The blues been that way for over 10 years since 2011, probably even before that. But this offense, now that you have Wilson Contreras hitting you know, he should be hitting over 245 like he is right now, but he should be hitting close to 300. Fucking Newt's coming in clutch. Jordan Walker was looking great before he his streak ended. We need just you, expecting more. We, he's we still hitting. Dogs. No, I'm talking about the whole offense as a whole. No, I'm just saying. Walker's still hitting. He they gave him a day off and he's back to hitting again. Well, he got he did miss uh, did go over three the day before I think. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's clean. He's, he's what do you? Yeah. How long did How long did you honestly think that hitting streak was going to go on for? I, I was going to go. I wanted to see him hit the whole month. I wanted to see him you want it. No, every, every let's be record. honest. You were thinking unrealistic. You thought he would hit every single game, one sixty two, <laughs> and be perfectly oh, the greatest of all time. I it would be awesome. He looks. I wanted to see it would be great Good. if he could break uh what was it, DiMaggio's record of fifty six games? That would have been dope as hell. Oh you're no. you're right. But I mean <laughs> that's asking a hell of a lot of a twenty year old out rookie. of a twenty year old rookie who just broke a hundred and eleven year record. Mm-hmm. For twelve for thirteen straight games, yeah, you're right. It's asking a lot, but again, realistically, I would have liked to see him go at least twenty games. That would have been dope as hell. But thirteen games is is good. I'm not taking that away from. So, him. but did we just see everything that Jordan Walker had to offer? I sure as hell hope not, because he has got some power. I was there for his first home run. I was there against the, uh, when they played Atlanta. He got that first home run, and that was hella freaking dope. That was awesome, and he's got some power. No, oh, he's he's looking great. The dude is a freaking monster. He's, he's got a, he's got a five foot strike zone, but he looks great. <laughs> he just looks clean. Do you he think? Knows what he's doing? Do you think though? Back to the pitching though. Do you think we need to make some deals? 
to get no. some better pitching in. I think it's too early to pull the trigger on it. You think it's too early? Who are you going to deal for? What's out there? That, that, that's, that's the problem. That's it's the so they, early they in the season. It's so early in the season. There is no pitchers on a, on a trade deal right now. You're, you're stuck with what you got. You either well, make you do were, with he, it. If you, you asked Neil, he would have definitely told you to go out and get Trevor Bauer. See, Look, that would that, be interesting. <laughs> I just don't know how much the Cardinals could handle yeah, that. But I, 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 don't, I don't mind. It wouldn't have cost I, him I much. Here's the thing. Here, I, would, I would be like, come on in. I buddy. think it would cost a fair amount. Here's the thing. You take away the sexual assault allegations and all that and everything that came about of it. He is the most hated baseball player for a reason, because he's a dick. Because but he's is, good. Yeah, he's got his moments. So do the rest of the Cardinals pitching staff right now. But I'll take a Cy Young. I I, I wouldn't mind I taking we, that. I don't think he would. But here's the thing. Problem. He's a dick, and he's a head case, and he doesn't listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. That is a conflict when it comes to the Cardinals. You look at Colby Rasmus. You look at... Uh, who was it? Uh, the hometown kid, Kerry Robinson, when he was in St. Louis. They don't. If you don't listen to the coaching staff, that causes a conflict. It doesn't conclude with the Cardinal way, and you're nine times out of ten gone within the first couple of years you get here. I, oh, oh, not to change the subject, but staying on baseball, did you see the new world record? Shohei Otani setting records this season already? That's what oh, he does. Shit. First person to get an automatic ball called against them and an automatic strike called against them. Two pitch clock violations oh, in the same right. game. That's yeah. No sh- yep, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was clock. dying when that I saw was, that. that was he, I don't know how many people are going to, you know, he might be the one guy. He's going to he be the only guy. For the, years. He'll be the only uh, Otani rule uh, player ever. I don't know if there's kids out there that are like, I want to do both, you know? Uh, it's hard. A lot, it's a lot to ask for. Yeah, not, not any, I don't know if there's are, there are kids out there that... You, if there are, they're coming from Japan. Yeah. yeah. Right, where where the rules still even apply, yeah. too. Like, right. batters have to hit there. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So, if you really look at Otani... Or pitchers have to hit, sorry. It's wow. no, I know what you meant. I know what you it's meant. no different than Little League. So... Let's just. I'm just going to throw this out there. Say Paul was pitching in a game when we pull him out and put the you know the mid in. Paul's going to the outfield, or in the next game, guess what? Paul's in the outfield, and our boy Scantron's on the mound. You know, it's just one of those things, and that's the way uh, Otani is still playing. He's playing. Look. I, I grew up playing this game every single day, and that's the way I want to keep playing. And unless we get more players like that, I mean, he's going to hold several records. You know, I mean, he's already got what the best uh, batting average for a pitcher of all time. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. As much as it's like it's 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 baffling that Angels have been just dog shit, just dog shit for since. <laughs> my, I mean, with Mike Trout, you got. They have been. It's it's amazing, Albert. Albert years. You they wasted so much potential over the last decade to be sub five hundred in a division that they could easily rule. They are look at look at the competition in the AL West. You have the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You have the Seattle Mariners, the Oakland Athletics, and who is the other one? Mm, that's a good question. Or was it Texas, wasn't it? 
I don't remember. Texas Rangers? But is Oakland still playing in Oakland? Yeah. Yes, for the, they, they still, they, they're still they at Mount Davis. They will be there for like another year. Oh, and then what, it's going to be the Vegas uh, rate? Or the Vegas most it's, likely. It's, it's, it's basically Vegas Athletics. Set in stone, they're going to Vegas. Yeah, tech, so trying. I was wrong. I was missing one other team, Houston. So that's that oh. makes a little more sense. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. Houston, yeah, yeah, you know. Houston, that makes more sense with Houston. They should be, they are winning that division. But the well, yeah, they got trash cans. Team like Texas that finishes like thirty games under five hundred. Houston or uh, Seattle up until they got J Rod, they were barely able to compete for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And Oakland, let's just say they aren't winning anything. Let's see, uh, so like squad. Let's see, Oakland hasn't had teams since McGuire left. No, 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 no. Uh, they, they no. always have good players. They have good players. They farm great players. It's yes. just they can't afford to pay them, and you're you're missing something. Moneyball years. Well, that was during the Maguire time. No, Maguire left in in '96. Uh, the Moneyball shit didn't start around until 2002, 2003. I thought it was before I saw that movie. It was a pretty good movie. They that didn't start till like 0203 when uh, they brought in Peter Brand and they started using like Jer- they had to get rid of Jeremy Giambi, Jason Isringhausen. And they brought in David Justice with his bad knees, Scott Hattieberg, the catcher that couldn't make the throw to second base anymore whole bunch of like ragtag players and they won 21 straight games that year. They, they haven't been shit since then because they don't have right. the money to be able to afford. To there's a good anybody. YouTube video out there about, about that. There's about a, how the money balls. Well, money balls. There was a whole movie about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was a good movie. It was a great, movie. great movie. An awesome movie. I, I love that movie. It gives me goosebumps. Anytime Hatterberg or Chris Pratt playing Hatterberg hits that home run. I so, thought that was fucking dope. So is Otani coming here next year? Oh God! The, so is, is the new is the new connection going to pull Newt through? Factor the yeah, Lars yeah, Newbar okay. factor. What would you give? What would you give to have Shohei Otani in the same lineup? Potentially think about this as Wilson Contreras, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. Happy birthday, Lars Newbar, and Jordan Walker. I'm giving up uh, Ollie. That's your starting five right there. That's I'm giving your, Ollie up. That's and then you got Gorman hanging out in the and background. Gorman, yeah, just and chilling. Gorman being clutch, just coming out of nowhere. So that's six man. That's that's six pots in the lineup. You plug Shohei Otani in. That's a hundred. Wow. That sh- that offense should rake without uh, any question at all. That offense should tear the cover off the fucking ball every single game. And every fifth day, you have Shohei Otani striking out 10, 10 batters. And here's the nice thing. So, you got to think of it this way. Next season, we have a spot in the rotation already open. Because Grandpa Charlie. Oh, Uncle Charlie. Yeah. Uncle Grandpa Charlie, Charlie is Uncle retiring Charlie, after on. this season. So, there, yeah, there is a spot. In the, there's going to be a spot in the rotation. The question is... Is he going to want money wise? Okay, so after winning the World Baseball Classic, <laughs> man, I in think the most glorious way possible striking out Mike Trout on a three-two slider. Yeah, on the yeah, only yeah, time yeah. Mike Trout has <laughs> ever struck out against Shohei. Uh, yeah, and that was that was that pitch could be this only at bat against Shohei. So Good. that that's, that's that strikeout was so clean. Yeah. It was so clean. What kind of love connection? Did Lars and Shohei make in Japan? Well, you got to know, like, he felt that energy. He got that postseason 
energy gotta, from that situation. He, yeah. He's never he, had that he in the got MLB. To feel what it's like to be in a World Series situation and succeed. And he looked like he was having a blast being clutch. And yeah. that's what you want. You want to see somebody that is in control of being contr- of clutch. Not right. just kind of like, oh, I swung the bat and I was clutch. It's, he knows he's going to hit or he knows he's going to strike that guy out. It's, it's awesome. Break out the pepper grinder. Again. Yeah, come on, Shohei. We want him here. It's like a salad. Like you're just practically salivating. But you have to think, what are what is he going to want? What are the Cardinals prepared to offer? There's got to be but, something to meet in the middle there. I mean, here's the thing. So no, it's not going to be, since he's a free agent after this year, it's going to be straight talk. It's not going to be this, oh, we'll give you Gorman and Walker for sure. It's a straight it's money a, situation. It's a straight money situation. And we know they have it. They better, they damn sure better have it. And in all honesty, this is the, one of the situations. Don't pull blues. Don't get rid of players that you need just to free up some money. This is one of those situations, though, where you know, like historically, Cardinals are cheap as fuck. No doubt. But they win. But they win. They win. They got that way. This is one of those times where you are begging the Cardinal front office to not be cheap because. You have to look at it too. Goldie's in going to be in after this year. He's in the final year of his contract, so he's going to be out the door. He's probably going to either go to the American. Well, I wouldn't say go to the American League, but he might end up retiring. He'll stay. He might end up wanting to be DH. And what do you? You, yeah. you can't plug Otani in. What the hell? You're going to have Goldie ride the bench and play every third or fourth day? No, he's not going to want to do that. We need. We need to make. If we don't make a, like a a push. During the Goldie, Goldenardo era, like I like it, that. Like I don't. I like that. We the are Goldenardo. gonna. You're not gonna like the memories looking back, no. knowing we had Goldschmidt and Arnado, a generational third and, baseman. The, but hold on a second. We didn't even go and lose one. Can we at least go and lose a World Series? With it, him, but you got to think. So let's take last year away from the whole scenario, because last year wasn't about really the team. They didn't expect to make it as far it as was, it was about Albert and Yachty the whole season. That's all last season Just was the about. Fact that we won the Central and we made the playoffs. That was the that was like a small little bonus. Seven hundred all man. Of, yeah. I mean Yachty. It was and, about and the Wainos. memories. It wasn't about us actually competing, and surprisingly enough, we did compete. Surprisingly enough, we made the playoffs. We ran into a Phillies team that made it to the World Series. Like we ran into the team that Made. The Phillies. So, like, the thing was, the Phillies got hot right, right directly at the end because yeah. going the, into and who did they pick up from St. Louis? They got hot. Actually, made the final out against St. Louis. I don't think he mattered much though. Munda Sosa. He didn't matter much. He was. Oh yes, much. he did. He wasn't playing that much. You said the same about uh, Mister uh, Four in a Row too, and for the Blues. Patty Maroon didn't mean nothing. He's on his way to his fifth Stanley Cup straight. That. I never said that. I never said he didn't matter. I said he, him leaving. You said as a, you have said, said on record that the only thing he did during the playoff push was score that goal against uh, 
D- Dallas. Game seven. Double OT. I will and say no, that no, no. they would have done it without him no matter what. No, no, no. no. This is the, I'm going to clarify <laughs> this. Let me clarify this because I've said this and you're misconstruing my words. I said after game seven, he didn't really have to do much. He was there as a great four checker and back checker, but he didn't do anything statistically. He was there more for the big body presence, more to. Big How body presence, dude. That's a key in hockey. I know that. Yeah, we, I'm saying <laughs> though, statistically, he didn't do much, guy. but he did everything right outside of that. You got to look at the numbers. So goals and assists are not just the statisticals that they look at. They look at your forecheck and your backcheck numbers. I mean, that all goes in when they're offering contracts. And he, he gets has screwed. a huge locker room and bench presence, and he and got I think screwed. That's, that's, that's what gets him. It's he, he got it's screwed. Time. I will say this is one of the many, one of the very few things Armstrong got wrong. He screwed Maroon. He told him to wait, and and then when they realized the money wasn't going to be able to get there, that's why he had to sign with Tampa Bay. Okay, but did Dougie really screw him? As far as the story I've heard, yes, Armstrong messed that up. Okay, okay, so he didn't sign with Edmonton or the Rangers for the big contracts. But he went to a team in Tampa that was rebuilding. Steven Stamkos was coming back healthy. You have a, a rookie Kucherov. goalie. Kucherov, Fasileski, Braden Point. That team was, yeah, that team was stacked. He goes down there, Point. wins the Stanley Cup, goes back the next season, wins the Stanley Cup, and then signs a multiple-year deal with them. Goes back again. Unfortunately, they lost to the Avs last year, but they're on a good push to do it again this year. I mean, they certainly can do it again. They be if they, they take out Toronto, low down years. Vasilevsky's kind of not been playing to his Vesna caliber, but they're still the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they're in the playoffs again. They take out if they take out Toronto, they got a good chance of going. And that's the way. You mean tell you where I think yeah. the Blues really went wrong. And I, I'm going to finally say this because I'm just thinking about it. And you're going to be happy about this. It's not that they got rid of D, uh, DP. It's that they signed JB to such a high dollar and lengthy contract, not looking at the future. Was it even that big, though? It was kind but of it was, compared to like other goalies. But, okay, other but you got to think of this. Big. They signed him that huge contract, and all he did was play a half a season. A half a season, but he still won a damn Stanley Cup for it. Okay, but that doesn't say go didn't. into buying, it, paying a six-year contract, it was top tough. dollar, when the guy, when the kid is a rookie. He played half a season. Yes, he he turned helped turn the team around, and they won the Stanley Cup and brought the first Stanley Cup to St. Louis. But he you put money, a though. big cap out there that now you're losing players because you got him, then you sign two young guns to eight-year big contracts, and you can't keep your your guys that you need on the team. True. Hey, let's take one more break, take a one-song break, and come thing and wrap things up. Plug the show for this Saturday. We're going to play some 45. It's Disaster. It's Beyond FM.
Kurz. With disaster on Beyond FM, the best of everything STL, kind of fading out there. <laughs> this, 
the end of the song kind of takes a little bit forever to end more or less. So we're just going to go ahead and talk over the end like we're doing like an actual uh, radio broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I saw this earlier today. Let's kind of do it a little bit quick, see if we can get this in. Sports video games, the ultimate bracket. Yeah, I saw this earlier. I saw you tag me in this. And I was wondering, you never commented, so I want to see what we're thinking on Man, this. Man, look. I thought I saw something like this. I, saw, so, I thought I saw you guys put something like this So out. check yeah. this out. I didn't look at the... So somebody put this, toge- put this together. It's 1 to 16, the number of sports... So 16 games. So coming in at number 1, NFL 2K5 that had Terrell Owens on it. At number two, it's uh, NBA Jam. Number three, NFL Street 2. Number four, it's Backyard Baseball. Five, Super Mario Strikers. Six, it's NCAA Football 14. Seven, Tecmo Bowl with Bo Jackson, the old school Tecmo Bowl. Mm -hmm. Number eight, MVP Baseball 2005 that had Manny Ramirez on the cover. Number nine, NHL 94. 10, Madden 05. At 11, it's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And you know that's my jam. Yeah. That that was one of the... Re- that, was, that game, when that came back out, I got that immediately. At 12, it's Rocket League. 13, NFL Blitz. 14, NBA 2K11. 15, FIFA 13. And 16, Wii Sports. All right, so just I, to throw I'll, a wee I'll, on I'll run this down real quick. You ready okay. for this? Yeah, because you're yeah. you're gonna think I'm crazy. Uh, probably. I'm going Wii Sports over number one. Whoa! And here's the reason. A shocking sixteen over a one. And here's the reason. There's Wii Sports was such a turning point in where games have gone now. True. Because it's it was true. the first sports game outside of the old school VR crap that we had in the. Yeah early 2000s that you actually right. were the one doing the stuff. Were you a fan of the, did you love we bowl? We bowling. Oh yes. Uh, then we was super fun. MVP baseball. Nice. Uh, super Mario strikers over at rocket league. Okay. The next one's hard, man. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, but it's not easy. Seeing how it, NFL streets and it later definitely going with, MLB Backyard Baseball. Okay. Um, Tony Hawk. Okay. Streets. NBA, NFL Street 2. Yep. Uh, Tech Mobile. Oh, over Madden 05 with Ray Lewis in the car. Yeah, just old school, man. And NBA Jam over FIFA? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, so, I just can't. So the next in, so, the next in, so NBA Jam versus Matt versus Tech Mobile. I'm going to have to go with NBA Jam because he's on fire. Okay, so NFL Street 2 versus uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Man, that's a really hard one, but I'm going to go with Tony Hawk, man. Just Tony changed. Hawk making it on. Yeah. Uh, backyard Baseball versus Mario Strikers. I'm going to have to go Backyard Baseball. MVP 05 versus Wii Sports. Man. You can't say Wii Sports is better than that. No, I'm going to have to go with 05. I at least gave I gave Wii Sports it's the first tough, round. <laughs> All right. The weird part, you want to say it. So... Backyard Baseball versus MVP 05. I'm going to have to stick with Backyard Baseball because, I mean, it was its own thing. Tony Hawk versus NFL Street 2. Man. Um, <laughs> no, it would be Tony Hawk versus NBA Jam, won't it? 
Oh, right, yeah, we're, we're, oh, yeah, we're yeah. on the conference, yeah. or no, or whatever, summer. You know, as much as I like Tony Hawk, I'm going to have to go with NBA uh, Jam. So, NBA Jam takes it. Good choice. Yeah. So, NBA Jam versus... Backyard Baseball. Versus Backyard Baseball. And uh, what was it? MVP Baseball 05 versus... No, wait, it'd be MVP 05 versus Backyard Baseball in the final, in the semis. Yep. And Tony Hawk versus NBA Jam. So NBA Jam takes it over Tony Hawk. Yep. And I'm going to have to go with Backyard Baseball, so man. So NBA Jam versus Backyard Baseball. Yeah, and that's going to be a coin flip, dude. That's going to be a hard decision. I left myself in a really tough spot here. Yeah, he does. Got to do it in five, four, mm. three, two, one. I'm going to have to go with Backyard Baseball for the win. Oh. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. All the way. Oh, and wow. I thought you were going to go with that. Oh, wow. But, I mean, that's a hard decision, man. It's not easy. This wasn't easy. It's no, definitely that, not that, easy. It got tougher, the more narrow it got. What are you thinking, Paul? You know, it's tough because, like, it really sucks that NBA Jam and Tony Hawk end up in that same division. <laughs> right. Like conference or whatever. The soundtrack alone from Tony Hawk was just, that's what right. made it so good. I grew up skateboarding, or, like, that was the reason, I'll just say, that's the reason what got me into growing up skateboarding was... It was Tony Hawk. But NBA Jam was clearly a huge pivotal part in my life. Just I can hear the song in my old, head, picking yeah. the players. He's you on know. fire. Good old you carrot know. top. Oh, he wasn't. That wasn't Tony Hawk. He was in uh, Dave Mira's BMX. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. I'm glad they didn't have that one on there. That would have been a really you hard know, decision. Would, yeah. It would. It would be tough, but I. I I would probably have to side with Tony over NBA Jam just because of the In pure the fun. So the you think the fun. same yeah. thing? The final so goes be, all the way. Yeah, I guess if I kind of condensed it, I would, I would, I would have Tony Hawk getting to the finals, and I would probably force NHL '94 all the way to that spot as well. Um, and I'd pick Tony Hawk. Is that the one? 94? No, no, no. I take that back. I'll take it. I'm taking NHL. Sorry. Is that the I'm one where uh, you can make Gretzky bleed? Yeah. yeah. The brick wall. Yeah, you yeah. Can make I'm taking NHL because I, 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 I here's as much as I played, he's a brick wall in that. I play hockey more than skateboarding. Here, here's now. here's the thing though for me with MVP Baseball 05, I played the ever loving shit out of that with my best one of my best friends, and I caught and I found the secret way to constantly hit home runs. A take the uh, the left joystick, aim it up in the top left corner, and every pitch, no matter what they throw. It's getting sent out towards the left field wall. Yeah, but I mean, most Every of us played time. fastball only, and you can't move the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know all the rules back in the day, just so nobody got in fights. The best part of NA of NFL Two K Fifteen was the fact that you could do like I don't know if you could still do it because I haven't played it in a couple of years. But can you do like uh, draft like draft your whole team basically just for like an exhibition game? I don't know. Because that was one thing you could do. Oh, it was like just like one game. Yeah, you draft a team. You, so you pick you, you pick a team. You get that team's playbook and you select the defense from like a completely separate team. So like you would select, say, you took New England as your team. You pick the 49ers defense. You could take Tom Brady, Terrell Owens, Isaac Bruce. The list goes on and oh, on of like that's whatever dope. receivers and running backs you wanted. It didn't matter, and you would get that entire team. You could create like this mondo super team. Yeah, I don't know if you can anymore because, and the only reason I say that's because everything is live, uh, live rosters. Live rosters. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, there was like, and there was that period of time that like you're talking about where like games were doing super cool, revolutionary stuff that people. I think that was see and I think NFL 2K5 was the last one that that EA or was it uh, NFL and ESPN like did was oh, yeah it was 2K5 it was 2K5 okay. yeah. Same with the hockey. I think what? the last they, NHL game that yeah, they was did was like, 2K5. It was like right before the NHL lockout. 2005 ESPN. And it was like right around the lockout, and that's when they severed mm-hmm. ties between ESPN and NHL. Were you going to ask me why am I hating on who? Rocket League. Star Rocket League. Man, I downloaded that game. I tried I playing it. That dumbest damn game hey, ever. It is so it's good. A, it's addicting. I, it is addicting. I'll say that much. I don't get a chance to play it much lately, I, but I, I love play, it. I'll play I it when I hang out with my buddy Ethan, but yeah. For me, I'm just already. Huh? Ethan Ori? Oh, my buddy uh, Ethan Livedis. He, oh, okay. Livedis, he play, he's one of our uh, one of the key members in the disc golf uh, club that I help run too. And he's just yeah. speaking my language, man. <laughs> I, I, love, I love playing. Yeah, disc golf. I come, yeah, definitely come come uh, out. For me, I'm going. I will say, making it to the finals, it's going to be it's got to be Tony Hawk versus 2K5 NFL 2K5. Nice. And I'm saying. It's gonna kill me saying this. Two K five wins. Two K five takes me going with the other it's, thing. It's just, Tony Hawk. A, it's just. It hurts. I love Tony Hawk. I love playing it still to this day, and I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack it's changed just. Your life. It's just. He, he got so mad at me because he bought the game, and I ran through it in like two days and beat the whole damn thing. Wait, I was still, I was I was living oh, here. Oh, yeah, oh, I was. Yeah. yeah, I bought just for his, just I bought for his Xbox because I didn't have one at the time. He. I had the game. I started ransacked the whole game. Yeah, he beat everything. I got every video, and I'm just like, every son st- of a every bitch! Stairs. What the fuck did you do for two days, dude? I think I was sick, man. Yeah, Straight I literally, up. literally for two days, I didn't get a chance to sit mind. down and play. The one day, the day he leaves for work, I sat down to play before I left that morning, and sure enough, game's already beaten. How? Oh yeah, you mother! I. Bring back Dave Mira. I will oh, never. Oh yeah, the Dave, Dave Mira too. I will never forget oh, you for that. that. I, I'll play rest in peace. That, but that, that, that soundtrack was actually really oh, yeah. good too. That was a revolution. That, that was only like ten songs, so you heard them over. It was. It was Dave Mira, Bucky, uh, Carrot Top. Oh yeah, yeah. You got the Carrot Top. You get. You can play Woodward. You can play some actual levels. And, and well, my favorite part about Dave Mira is, is that you could bail off the mm-hmm. bike, so you could just like go off a ramp and just. Mid back flip, the, yeah. See ya. Try to land on your head. That was bad, but I mean, you're a kid, you know. It was almost like crash. It was like BMX meets crash test on me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Another great game. I had it for the computer too. Yeah. All right, so let's plug the uh, sat- the show for Saturday. Yeah. So we got uh, this Saturday Before one last subject. time. This Saturday, come out and join us. Uh, it's a rain or shine event. If it is raining, we will have a backup plan. Um, whether it is we just go to Home Depot and buy some tents real quick, throw them up. But we will have a show no matter what. Bring your chairs. Bring your blankets. We're going to have great music, great bands. I am honored to have the four bands that we have um, doing the show. Being able to have a lifelong friend uh, opening this show for us. And uh, I am sure this is not the last time that we see Coach Music working a concert with uh the corporal jacob man foundation yeah yeah no we we like you know i was saying earlier we're we feel very privileged and honored to help out you know and uh and be able to start the the show off and and get the 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 you know the vibes right for the crowd you know 
Um, we've been looking forward to this for a while, so I'm hoping hoping you all come out. You know, it's 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 going to be for a great cause, all day event. It's going to be we're I know it's going to be a beautiful day. So, and no matter what, rain or shine, we're going to be jamming. So, I think Retro's even talking about coming out and uh, yeah, doing was, something real quick for us. He was uh, talking about coming out and doing a spe- public speaking, which should be interesting. Better text him to remind him. I will. That. And you know what? I, I also remember this. There's two positions you want to be at on a show. Opening and closing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Everything else, no one remembers. That's great. Say that to your <laughs> yeah, Good other. luck. No, <laughs> we're, we're really excited. Good we're excited Lord. to hang out with everybody. Meet all, all right. these bands and stuff. All, all right. right. I heard that from Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, that's, that's let's, let's get out of here for the night. Uh, Paul, thank you for coming in. Appreciate hey. you having coming on the show. Really appreciate hanging out with you guys. You fellas had a blast talking. Good time. Good times all around. Hopefully everything turns out good for you, Saturday, Douglas. I'll be in Fredericktown. I'm sorry. Oh, we're going to have a good time. Let's get out of here. Here's uh, Retro Champ. It's Overthinking. It's Beyond FM. Eat, Peace. drink, and Peace. listen locally.